guys, it's Cami. And it's Amanda. And we're Basically Basic. Episode 33. 33. We were just talking about how 33 is very biblical. Yes, because although Jesus died. He rose again <laughs> at 33. Is that true? That's true, correct? That's true, yeah. yeah. It didn't take him. Yeah, it's only in the I mean, I'm not saying it's a truth he rose again. I know that's true. I fully believe that. I'm just saying he was 33, right? Because Yeah, because he was only in the tomb for two days, right? Yeah. Not a year. No. Yeah. That's true. Man, 33, that is, honestly, I get so encouraged when I realize the fact that Jesus was 30 when he started his ministry and like everything, not everything, but most things we read in the Bible about him was three years. Yeah. Like, God can do more in three years. Also, that fascinates me every time I think about him being 33 when he like died and rose again because it makes me want to research everything he did before that. Like before 30, you mean? Before 33, the age of 33. Yeah. yeah. Like what, like... All the stuff, like, ages 1 through 10, like, I, you know what I mean? Okay, so I want to know, like, all the stuff There's a book I'm doing. reading right now, actually. It's so funny you said that. You don't oh, even know. You what? Yeah, perfectly. What? Okay, I talk about this lady all the time, Alicia Britt Chole, or however the heck you say oh, her last yes. name. I know what you're talking about. Someday we're going to meet or have her, no, someday we're going to have her on our podcast. On this podcast. I am literally obsessed with her. She is everything I'm not in the best way. She's this, like, older lady who, like, lives in Oregon. She, like, I've listened to some podcasts that she's on, and she talks, like, this is me. This yeah. is her. Good morning. Jesus is your peace. Like, she's so peaceful. I, like, you could just feel it. And she's just a wise woman. And she writes all these books kind of about, like, being slow. Like, just the sacred just, like, slow. slow to speak. She's the one that did 40 days of decrease that I read during Lent. Right. She's just, like, takes all the things in the Bible that you know are true, but, like, our world does not glorify. Like, I feel like our world is, like, fast-paced. Like, yeah. you do you, girl boss, blah, blah, blah. And she's, like, totally. all about, like, slowing down, slowing down and, like, Trusting that. the process, seasons, all of it. But anyways, there's a book she wrote called Anonymous. So it's all about the anonymous years of Jesus. of Jesus. The first like 30 years of his life. And okay, get this. This is amazing. She has this one quote. I'm totally going to butcher it. So if you're listening, Alicia, first of all, if you're listening, Alicia, if you're listening, Alicia Britt Trolley, we give freaking me a call. Won. Yeah. I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> but she says basically something about how we all want to follow, like, people are like, oh, I want to live, like, the life of Jesus. Like, I want to be like Christ. But what we're really referring to is we want to live, like, those three years in the public. But what we don't realize is that, like, 90% of Jesus' life was hidden and in a process and underground. And she uses the example of an iceberg and talks about how, like, 90% of an iceberg is underwater and you can't see it, but, like, only the 10% is on the top or something like that. Yeah. And she talks about how, like, so many people say that they want, like, you know, a ministry like Jesus or a platform like Jesus or just want to be like Jesus, but they're not willing to go through the crushing and the anonymity, is that a word? Probably. Hiddenness, basically, of the first 30 years. And, like, what he had to endure and the process the Lord took him on to know that God, the Father, could trust Jesus the Son with the ministry that he had for him for those 30 years. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. And that makes me just think about our generation of, like, just women in particular of like in our 20s everyone is like go 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 like this is your time like hustle like do it and then Jesus in his 20s was just kind of hiding away building this like incredible foundation of what he gave the world and it's like that's crazy when you think about it that way so just a little side note if you're 20 and hustling and bustling like you can still rest and still find like so much goodness well in 20s is like the decade of the battle like I feel like you're constantly like fighting just like your flesh fighting like what the world says fighting like even just spiritual battles Mm -hmm. I feel like and then 30 is really when hopefully in Jesus name we both are 30 right now 
can come into like oh yeah we're the same we're age both right the same now. age we have we're a only month. we're only the same age for one month thanks for reminding me amanda sorry <laughs> Let's let everyone on our podcast know who's no, I mean, older. Like, I mean, like, this is a special <laughs> time is. where we've crossed the threshold. We have, we have one month. There's always, I always think this too, because Steven, you know, y'all have, like, a day apart birthday. Yes. And I always think, like, there's a month where he's 31 and I'm 30, and it's like, oh, he's an older man. you're like, man. Oh, I'm married to an older but man right it's only now. a month. Because my birthday's in, like, two weeks. <laughs> yes, I know. I'll so be exciting. 31, which is so And cool. I know what we're doing, and you don't, so continue. <gasps> I didn't know I was doing anything. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, literally, I had the thought of it. I was like, wow. I probably need to, like, let people know if I want to do something for my birthday. Because, like, honestly, I kind of don't. Like, I mean, no. I do. If something's planned, great. That makes me happy. I just don't want to plan anything. That's what I'm saying. That's what, yes. No. I don't have the capacity right now to, like. It'll be really fun, and I cannot wait. Let's, great. Let's just say this. I can't wait to talk about it on the podcast after. I'm so excited. It'll be really fun. I'm so thankful because, literally, I don't want to do it. I don't want to plan anything. You don't have to, girl. That's not the best of it. Which, actually, is what we're going to talk about today in our podcast. But we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, if you uh, listen to this podcast for a while, you just know we're full of side notes. Yeah, so. the whole beginning, first 15 minutes. Honestly, guys, if you haven't picked up on the pattern here, <laughs> if you want to get to, like, the real stuff, just fast forward the first 15 minutes. But if you enjoy you sitting like the coffee with us and you like the banter. Well, whenever we did the Instagram Q&A of, like, what do you yeah. like better? Q- do you like the banter in the beginning or Jesus talk? And most people wrote back and said, how can I choose? I love both. I love – I thought you were going to say most people chose the banter, and I was like, wow, that's bold. You're not even going to pretend like you love Jesus more? That's amazing. <laughs> no, no. Most girls were back and were like, this is a trick question. I love both of them. I love that. So – Well, is- I feel like that is good because a lot of podcasts I listen to, it is either one or the other. Yeah. And, like, it's hard because, like, obviously if I have, like, an hour-long commute in the, in the car <laughs> – I don't know why I said in the car, where else am I commuting? Train? If I'm if I'm walking, if my carrier pigeon is carrying me to work, um, then I like want, I want to spend the time wisely. So I'm like, okay, obviously I want to like be intentional with this time right. with Jesus and like either listen to the Bible or yes. listen to a podcast that encourages me in the Lord. But sometimes I also just want to like jam out to Taylor Swift or like listen to E! News and like yeah. tell me what's going on. Exactly. And I feel like we are the marriage of that. We are the marriage of that, girl. You we are both. basically basic. We are basically basic. <laughs> That's who we are. Okay, guys. We are sitting here on this very dreary... It's perfect. What day of the week is it? Um. Well, oh my gosh. It's Tuesday. Tuesday. I almost Tuesday forgot morning. To. Uh, we both drove in tons of traffic to get here mm-hmm. this morning. I told Amanda I did the most like wife thing I've ever probably done. You really did. I'm like really impressed with myself. I actually need to brag about this for a second. So... I am not a great cook. I'm not really, like, a very wifey person. Like, No, but you're crackpot cammy. I'm crackpot cammy. <laughs> that is who I am, and I am proud of it. And honestly, like, I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to cook more. Steven's just so good at it, and I feel like such a brat. I'm like, you're just better. You're just I better. Know, but he I really know. is, and he actually enjoys it. Like, yes. I think for him, cooking is, like, a creative outlet. And That's so, how it is for Tyler. He, like, yes. after being on a computer all day, he's like, no, I want to cook. He want, like, yeah. he, he enjoys it, so I'm like, by all means. It's his, he turns <laughs> on his little songs. Yes. He does his thing. But this morning, we're going to carve pumpkins tonight. It's, like, so such a great fun. fall night. And I was like, okay, I really want, like, a taco, like, chili soup thing. And so yesterday, I got the stuff from the store. I had it laid out this morning. And I got this morning at, like, 6.45. I'm so impressed. To, like, slave away at the crock pot to work so hard for my husband so I'm I can so make this amazing taco soup. It's going to be so good. But I was telling Amanda, I think I have, like, a disease that I discovered this morning. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, and I actually want to take a poll after this episode because I'm just genuinely, like, curious if this is, like, a major problem. But, like, I know people say when you when you chop an onion, like, your eyes your will Your eyes water, yeah. Okay. But, like, guys, I don't think it's humanly possible <laughs> To cry as much as I cry when I'm chopping an onion. Like, I'm talking sobbing. Like, if you had walked in, you would have thought that somebody had died. Like, 
<laughs> I'm watching the tears like fall from my eyes. It is. I, I have even, seen you. I think I've seen you cut an onion once, and I was. I, I remember laughing so hard because I'm like, your eyes are watering. No, my eyes are still red. They still are burning. It was like three <laughs> hours ago. I don't get it. And I decided this morning, I was like, there is nothing I dislike more than waking up in the morning and cutting an onion before I even had, like, human interaction. That is really funny. And, like, I literally, I was just sitting there, like, burnt. And it takes way longer because you can't open your eyes for, like... No, to cut it. Every, like, five chops, I'm, like, closing my eyes for 30 full seconds. (laughs) Anyways, I just really need to know, am I alone in this? Is this a disease? Do I have, like, an allergic reaction? Mine definitely water, but I don't think they water that much. They definitely don't. you would know, Amanda. This is, like, more than I've ever cried. No, it is like a puddle. It's a cartoon. No, mine definitely do not water that much. I can promise you that. I don't understand. <laughs> okay. <sighs> so, second thing we need to talk about in I, this, like... I'm already excited. ...dreary morning is the new Kanye album. Oh. I have... I have so many thoughts. So many thoughts. Okay, I want to hear your I'm thoughts I'm trying to figure out how to gather them. Okay, so, <clears throat> first thought. Well, first of all, did you know this was coming? No. Okay, I didn't... Did anyone know? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure Kim knew. I mean, Jesus knew. Jesus knew. Obviously, Jesus, Jesus knew since they're so tight. <laughs> anyways keep going I didn't know okay no I had no idea so I actually listened to the whole album because I was like I need to if I'm gonna have opinions I need to like okay then you can probably speak more than me because I have not do my research okay so I will say I actually enjoyed the songs like I'm not on this and I don't really I'm not like a huge Kanye fan to begin with but the songs are really good and even if it's not like your style of music like there's no doubt that he's singing about Jesus like you can't deny that okay maybe it's because the only song I heard I'm like which one was it Close on Sunday. You're, You're my, my Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Number one without pickles or something. What? Like, I was like, I... That one's more... That one is more comical than Okay, me I just than... was listening... That's the only one I've okay, heard. Okay, no. there, there's some in there where it's like a gospel choir in the background, and it is good. Like, you could just, like, turn around in the car and just be like, oh, yeah, I can, I can hear something I mean, I was this. down for Close on Sunday. I was just yeah. like, wait, literally what is happening? <laughs> to me, Close on Sunday was more of, like... The comical, like, lighthearted part of the album. What's, what's he saying? What is Close on Sunday? Chick-fil-A's Close on Sunday. I know, but, like, okay. Yeah, I think that's all he's saying. Like, I'm going to write a song called Open on saying, Monday, McDonald's. I think he's saying they're closed on Sunday because of Jesus. Because that's okay. why they close on okay. Sunday. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, okay, this is, again, I think this is just a songwriter in me. I'm like, why didn't I think of that? Like, obviously. <laughs> like, if I, think I had put a song out called Close on Sunday, Chick-fil-A, y'all know everyone would have been like, what is this song? Or it could have caught on, or people could have loved it. But I mean, okay. Baby Shark is a thing. That's true. I don't do, know. Do, Maybe do, I need do. to simplify my songs here. John Mayer. I'm just gonna start singing obvious. John things. Mayer literally has a song called "I Think I Just Feel Like." You know what we need to do? I literally just had this epiphany. What? We need to like do a songwriting session with Tyler and make up like funny basic the, songs. Take it. Like, why is there not a pumpkin spice song? They could catch. It could totally catch, especially in October. Well, I'm down. But yeah, if you would have written a song that said, I think I just feel like, I would have thought, that's not going to take. Right. Like, no one's going to like that. But then and John Mayer sings it. John Mayer sings, I think I just feel like. I have a total side note right now, and we'll go back to Kanye, because I'm okay, not okay. finished. Okay. I, you don't know this yet. This is amazing. <gasps> so, I posted a picture on my Insta story of Steven and I, and Tyler commented, and he was like, such a man. I'm so jealous. And I commented back to Tyler, and I said, Tyler, you're a man, too. I was like, I was like, you're a man. What did I say? I was like. Tyler is to John Mayer as Steven is to Chris Hemsworth. I was like, both sexy men, just different just types. Just very different types. And Tyler was like, honestly, my confidence just shot through the roof. <laughs> but I love I was like, literally, I'm like, okay, if Steven is like... Different Chris, types of men. If Steven yeah. is Thor, then Tyler is John Mayer. Yes. Like, absolutely. I will, and I would 100% find John Mayer way more yes. attractive than Thor. Exactly. For and I'm like, sure. I'm kind of into the Thor situation, clearly. 
But I was like, that's hilarious. And then I then I was like, Amanda and I are just some lucky, basically basic girls. We are. Oh, Anyways, the best so, part is he never even told me about that. Because that's where Tyler rolls. It's fine. Oh my gosh. Okay, so back to Kanye. Okay, tell me about Kanye. It's not like I'm saying it's the new Bible of our generation by any means. But I just, here's my thought. He, the album is titled Jesus is King, which let's just say, worst case scenario, Kanye is like, I'm doing this for money, JK, not really that into Jesus. He's not lying when he says Jesus is yeah. King. And so it's like, that's his job. That's Jesus's job, like to take it wherever Absolutely. he wants it. And I'm just going to enjoy some of the songs along for the ride, you yeah. know? And I, I do say, I do think that he has like such a wider platform than so like than basically basic does maybe not maybe not one day I was gonna but... say speak for yourself <laughs> well I am not speaking dead I'm speaking life over this um <laughs> right now as of now 2019 he has a much like broader audience and people that he can just captivate mm-hmm. and I feel like if this is the message he's putting out I'm a hundred percent down with it and here's Absolutely. what's also cool last thought if you listen to this album, like, on Spotify or whatever, whenever it's done, it's going to take you to – I think another pastor had, like, posted something about this, but it'll take you to his older songs. Yes, so Stephen told – show me this. It goes right to Gold – for us, it went right to Gold Digger. Okay, yes. Or gold, it's, like, I said Gold Digger, like yeah. Jenna Kutcher. <laughs> Way to go, Jenna Kutcher. No, Gold Digger. Like, yeah, and, like, dropping F-bombs yeah. and stuff. And it's, like – but that is so cool because, like, that's what God does. He makes old creations new again. That's and so I good. just thought that was so good because I was, like, yeah, like, yeah. he does. And – Here's the thing. If people are going to criticize him for this album, like, whatever, like, they go for it, do whatever you want. But it's, like, I'm never going to criticize somebody for saying Jesus is King. No. And honestly, like, I, okay, although I haven't listened to the album, really, I did listen to some interviews because I was just, like, what is happening? Yeah. I'll I'll put my little opinion. I think he's so authentic with it. It seemed very genuine to me. He yes. was talking about how he – the one interview I saw, he was talking about how he needs to repent, like, every day and how, like, he thought it was, like, living for, like – all this stuff that the world tells you. And he was like, just so you know, like, that's not what it's about, like, living for Christ. And he was like, I need to humble myself. Like, just, and I read this, this thing on Facebook where this guy was talking about, like, what if we're, like, watching a modern day, like, Saul to Paul situation? Because if you look at, like, the Bible, like, Saul was, like, murdering Christians. He was like, I don't need this Jesus guy. Right. And then he becomes, like, the apostle, Paul, that, like, literally transforms, you know, the world. And I'm looking at Kanye, and he used to be, like, Literally, he used to tell him, say he was God. Remember yes, when he was yes. like, I'm there was Jesus. a mural. Okay, I will never forget. There was an MTV Cribs episode back in like 2009 or something. And he had a mural in his home. This was like way before the Kim days. He had a mural in his home. And it was like angels. It was kind of like what you see in like the Catholic like churches. Right. These like big like murals. And there was like angels at the bottom. Jesus was on top of the angels. And then Kanye was no. on top of Jesus. Also, ugly. Also, first of all, who wants that in their house? Yeah, first of all, also so ugly. But I remember seeing that thinking like, okay, bro. Like wow. that's taking it too far. But how freaking cool is it that now he is like, I also saw an interview, it was like on, it's like an Apple TV interview or something, and it's like a two hour long one, and Tyler and I really want to watch it. Yes, it's on, it's some guy from Apple TV. Anyways, Tyler and I started it, but we saw that, we thought, oh, it's going to be like 10 minutes. It's two hours long, so we were like, hold the phone, we need to come back to this when we have like time to really digest it. And in the little like small part that I saw, uh, the interviewer asked him, he says like, so what are your plans for the next, like, 20 years? And he was like, I can't tell you that. He was like, if you make plans, like, God laughs. And I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, like, my God. It was like left right. And then he goes, but he was like, I will say, he was like, I do wake up every day completely empty because he goes, I just wait for God to, like, fill me up again every day. And I was like, okay, Kanye. That's what I'm saying. I feel like he's just like, it's, it seems so genuine. It and does. Also, who are we to judge? Anyone who's like. Anybody. Anyone who's judging that, I'm like, what? 
who are you? And also, you're right, because in the Bible, it actually says, like, that regardless of people are doing it for their own motives, I need to find where it is in the Bible, but it talks yeah. about, like, pastors who are preaching Christianity for selfish gain or if they're right. preaching it for actually the gospel. Right. Regardless, God it's is glorified. still the gospel. And God will use it. Like, exactly. And I'm sorry, how many pastors have we gone to church that we don't know their heart, that they might be, like, actually preaching because they just want their own platform or right. they just think it's super cool that people are coming every week to hear them right. speak? Right, Exactly. Yeah. I'll be real. Like, but, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've always thought that if, as an artist and, like, a celebrity or whatever that looked like, if you would get to live it out and you would get to the end of the rope, one of two things is going to happen. You're either going to maybe commit suicide. Yeah. Like, what, I've tried everything. Nothing's working. I'm completely unsatisfied, which we've seen we, so many so celebrities much. do. Yeah. Or they've, like, OD'd on drugs or whatever because mm-hmm. they're like, I'm just so empty. I've mm-hmm. tried it all. And mm-hmm. I've, like have the things that the world says is the best to offer and it and it's not nothing or you'll get to this point hopefully where Connie actually is at where it's like this is it this is literally this the is best it. thing out there this yeah. is the only reason that I'm alive and he's like I'm me. empty for the best in the best ways I'm empty so that I can like just let God like do what he wants and like use me as a vessel and when he said that I was like this is so cool like I would wow. and especially in like our day and time right now we're just like seeing so much of depression, anxiety, like suicide. It's, I just feel like it's like rampant so right sad. now. And well, and I think it's also a spirit. I'm not saying that people like only commit suicide because they, right. I mean, there's, I think that there's darkness in the world. And like, I think that's one of the, like, honestly, there's probably nothing that breaks my heart more than that because I'm no. like, there's clearly a demonic force that is attacking this person. And, and honestly, I feel like so many of those people that have to like, have walked through that, they probably have the biggest calls in their life. Like they're oh, probably totally. like, because the enemy obviously is a target on their yeah. back because they're so special. Yes. That they're try- he's trying to snuff out their light before exactly. it even gets a chance to, like, shine. You yes, know? Oh, totally. Like, so, all that being said, I'm for it. I'm here for Jesus is King. Jesus will always be king. Jesus is king. In my book. So And he was king before Kanye. And he was king. Sing about it. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So, I say, you know what? Go, Kanye. Go, Kanye. I'm for this. And album. now I watch Chick fil A. Yeah. So... <laughs> Number one with the lemonade. That's hilarious. That's what he said. Right. Number one with the lemonade. Which I'm like, that's real. Also, does he get free Chick-fil-A for life now? I don't know, but also I'm like, great order. I would also do that. Also, he probably doesn't because I'm still angry that Russell Dickerson hasn't had a blue Tacoma sent to his house yet. What? What the heck? Yeah, he totally I'm should. Like, he literally has a number one song singing about a Tacoma. Give the boy a Tacoma. Give the boy a blue Tacoma. What the heck? Anyways. <laughs> well, guys, after all of our side notes, we are going to transition into what we were actually going to talk about today. But what are you drinking? Oh, duh. Actually, I don't know. You ordered oh, it. Oh, yeah. Me. I ordered it for both what of us. What am I drinking? The same thing you, you're drinking. The same thing I'm drinking. We're both drinking a pumpkin, pumpkin spice latte. Almond milk, of course. Of course. And whatever size you get, however many pumps of syrup they put in it, I just do half of that because I don't like. I love what I'm drinking, so thank you for telling me. I have a tall because I wasn't. You have a tall. You have a venti. I have a venti, girly. Because you know what? Some baby named George. (laughs) Let's spit. (laughs) Some baby named George. Some baby named George wants to wake up every hour right now, like a newborn. Yeah, I think he's doing this like cluster feeding thing, and he's just up every hour of the night. So I was like, you know what, mom? What does that actually look like? Like, what, what is sleep like for you? I don't understand. Are you actually sleeping at that point? No, I, I don't think I've gotten, like, a REM sleep in three months. But it's just kind of like God covers you no. in this piece, and you just keep going. Jesus. And I know that it's coming soon. Like, I know that, like, we're almost there. We're almost to REM sleep. And every baby's different. Like, oh. he, 
the longest he's gone, actually, he slept through the night once, and it was the night of my birthday, which I find very comical. That it was like, Jesus. he was like, Happy birthday, mom. Jesus is king. <laughs> Jesus is king, and George will let you sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Great, we're here. He did it. And then you're thinking nope, this is like, Oh, again. this is the new pattern. Yeah, no, no, no. Then he went back. Did Gwen sleep through the night? Yes, but probably around this age, which she fully started to. And it's coming with him, but he also, won't take a bottle. Eat, so yeah. he's just hungry. He just, uh, he's the man. He wants to go straight to food, you yeah. know? He's like, I'm hungry, He's mom. like, give me the boob or give me some food. Yeah. That's all I want. That's all I want. <laughs> Other than that, you're no good to me. Thank yeah, you. so that's why I have a venti this morning because we're just running on coffee. Running on Starbucks. <laughs> and today is the perfect pumpkin spice. It is. Day. It's so dreary and it's like drizzling outside. It's perfect. It's it like Halloween. Sweaters. It, like Halloween. it does feel like Halloween. I know, it almost <gasps> feels Halloween. Uh, Wait, okay. before we get into the real stuff, can you tell them about your Halloween costume? Oh, yes. It's so, so cute. You will see photos. I'll probably like repost it on Basically Basic, but I am Jessie from Toy Story. And, and you, you are Jessie <laughs> from Toy Story. Also. Um, Gwen is Bo Peep, George is Woody, and Tyler is Buzz Lightyear. That is the so cutest thing ever. We're just going to be a little Toy Story family. And Gwen's obsessed with Toy Story right now. So I feel we like based... a lot of kids that are obsessed with Toy Story really made a strong comeback. It did make a really strong comeback because I love Toy Story as a little girl. Yeah. So it's really coming I mean, back. I like. It was okay. I think I, like, was okay. To, I, I was just so princess that I'm yeah, like, if there's not a princess in it, you're like, like I'm, I'm out. out. I'm out. Yeah. I don't have time for this. I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed a good Toy Story. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, today, it, in the midst of all this craziness, we were trying to figure out what we wanted to talk about, and I actually love that we don't have, like, this set outline of, like, we're going to talk about this and this and this each week because I really want it to be Because it's the and, real, like, real. It's real, real. And it's also, like, I never want to get here and talk to you about something that I'm, like, already over by the time mm-hmm. I talk about it you know I want it to be something fresh that we're actually like walking through and we've always said on this podcast like our main thing is we're talking about things that we're not experts on and it's things that the Lord is currently teaching us and we were texting the other day about this idea of saying no and how hard it is and how frustrating it is and I, I don't know if you said this or I said this but regardless we both felt it but this idea that like I literally feel like I say no all the time, mm-hmm. and yet it's still not enough. Mm-hmm. And that's even of me having so much growth, because there have been so many, most of my life, up until, I don't know, one or two years ago, I finally, like, just hit a wall where I was like, I literally have to start saying no to things. Yeah. I would just run myself ragged, like, saying yes to everything, and not having any, like, boundary or any, like, cammy time mm-hmm. or time for myself. And actually growing up, I realized this recently. It's been a while since I've gotten sick. And I really think, like, I can see a correlation in my life from me learning to say no more without getting sick. Because I think what, honestly, genuinely, I think what used to happen when I was growing up was that I would go so hard. Oh, say for yes sure. To everything. And the only way that my body knew to, like, force me to rest would was be to, be to sick. get sick. Yeah. And I remember being, like, relieved. Like, mm-hmm. I would get a cold or, like, get a stomach bug or, like, what sinus infection whatever. And I'd be like, like oh, honestly, good. I can good. rest. I can rest. Good. Yeah. I have an excuse not to go to school or I have an uh-huh. excuse to like say no to X, Y, and Z. And I would be this pattern in my life, which is so sad. But it wasn't until like I don't know what actually shifted, I think probably just maturity a couple of years ago of realizing like this just isn't working. It's mm-hmm. so unhealthy for me. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because I have a husband who's so good at saying no. Mm-hmm. And like almost to a fault. Like we're so opposite. Like he probably says does no like too much. But he has no problem setting boundaries he has no problem like saying no and then I'm over here like saying yes 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 and we actually had this marital conversation recently because 
we kind of noticed this pattern too, where like the more I say yes to things, the more he says no to things kind of to just bring us back into like this middle space uh-huh. because he's like, well, if I say yes to things and you're saying yes to everything, then we're living two separate lives. Yes. Like, or yeah. we're like, our schedule is just, even if it's things we're doing together, it's still just like packed For out. other people. Yeah. He was like, if you would say no more, I could say yes more and we could meet in the middle and it'd be such a healthier place. Mm, that's so good. But it's so hard. It so is I don't hard. know what, explain to me like your, I don't remember why we were texting about this, but where are you at? Well, we, the conversation started because I was like, girly, we're planning our days, like when we're going to record. And I texted you and was like, I'm going to need some grace this week. Cause yes. I was like, I am on the struggle bus and it's because I'm sure a lot of it is lack of sleep. I just feel tired all the time. And it's tired, but still knowing, like, I have to show up for kids every day. I have to show up for, like, my family every day. And, like, that doesn't stop. But then on the flip side of that, I know that I gain a lot of my energy from things like this and doing Mm -hmm. the podcast. And I'm back working, so I'm doing, like, photo shoots a lot. And there's, like, little things that are thrown in in the season that just make it a little bit harder. Like, George not taking a bottle. So the past couple shoots he's had to come with me or Tyler or my mom will, like, take him where he's somewhere like nearby so that after the shoot I can nurse him which they're like just saints by the way because I don't know how yeah I don't know how other people do it um but so all that being said I was like I'm just gonna need some grace and prayer this week because I feel like I'm running very low on energy and I told Cammie I never want to say yes to things and then it just be I'm going through the motions yeah. like I want to fully I'm someone who like if I'm there with you like surface level is one of my biggest pet peeves on this planet like if someone's surface level, I'm like, I love you. Don't have time for this. But I don't have time for this. I don't. Nope. We gotta get to the. I gotta get to the core of who you are. And Absolutely. Like, well, we just have too many deep friendships already that I'm kind of like, I I feel bad because genuinely, and this is horrible, but I'm in a no new friend season. Oh, totally. Yes. Like same. I really am, and I I yeah. I hate that because mm-hmm. I'm I'm obsessed with people and yes. I love meeting new people and I love You're such friendship. A person. Yeah. And I do friendship really well. And yeah. I, but I also have this like innate ability that is also kind of a curse where I can make people feel really comfortable really quickly yeah and so I will have people be like oh my gosh my best friend Cammie and And I'm like like, you're not even probably in my top 100 (laughs) and that sounds so rude but like it's just because I've had to to process that because I would take that like them calling me or them reaching out to me as me being like oh like that must be where we're at like that must be what a friendship is and I would take on that responsibility of like yeah they're calling me I'm, I need to meet that level. Or totally. if they're reaching out to me, I need to be that friend of them. Not realizing that, like, I, I, like, I, in that capacity, like, I can't yeah. be that to this many people. Yes. And it's honestly, I think, a pastoral call in my life. I've had to, like, be like, okay, God, clearly you put this inside of me for a purpose. Right. But I've, I'm so thankful that at now 30, I'm learning how to do that better because, like, I could see how pastors or people that, like, operate in that world could have their marriages completely destroyed or oh, totally. be a horrible parent without meaning to be yeah because not a horrible parent but a negligent or maybe just not as present of a parent because they are literally at the beck and call of hundreds maybe thousands of people all the time and they're like just trying to juggle it and yeah it's just i can't imagine no i literally can't imagine that we we've had this conversation before too where i feel like you and i both are the kind of people where if we're with someone individually like one-on-one we will instantly match like whatever level they're at or yes. so it's like if someone is coming to you and they're like we're best friends you're like oh yeah of we're course we are yeah, yeah. yeah we definitely are but like I've I'm also kind of the opposite where if somebody is has like zero energy level towards me and we're like the only one or even in a room full it could be in a room full of people and if it's like 
90% of the people are quiet or like a little bit shy. I, for some reason, feel the need to be the most outgoing one. Of I'm like, the exact same. Of like, okay, right, well, let's get cool, this let's party started. Yeah, like, like, can I, yeah, because it's like painfully awkward for there me. There is nothing that's more awkward to me than like going to one of Steven's medical parties and oh, like everyone's I, just like content with uh, not speaking. And I, I, I wish like, you could have, we need to have a hidden mic. We need oh, a hidden mic you up at one of these events. I literally become <laughs> like, I don't an alien. Like, I don't even know. I'm like... One time we were at Simon Stevens' parties and I literally brought out catchphrase because I was like, we need to do something. Like, people need to interact. And playing catchphrase with a bunch of doctors, by the way, is like zero fun and so lame. Like, literally, or, oh, this is, again, side note, one of the things was butterfly. And it's like, there are a million things you could say for butterfly. Like, opposite of caterpillar. Like, I don't know, a hundred things. And this person's like describing like the scientific name. No, like, he's not. Name. And no. I'm like, I'm out. Come out. This is no fun anymore. You just made The tattoos stuff. on Taylor Swift's back. Yeah, exactly. Like, think of all the things you could say and you're like, the crustacean of a blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no. No one knows what that is. But of course they did because they were all doctors. Oh my but gosh. yeah, no, completely well and then then you make everyone you're trying to make everyone. You're trying feel to make everyone feel comfortable, yes. So I feel like at like I feel like for us it that can just get really exhausting sometimes. And I I've said this before, I think, on our like husband episode, but I told Tyler, I'm like, babe, the reason I am the way I am and can like come into a room and make sure like everyone is good is like it's great, but I always come home and like I crash to mm-hmm. you. And that's not a good habit, no. like, for our husbands either. So something I've really had to learn is to just schedule time for myself during the week. And that's something I've been doing is – and Tyler's been helping me. But we talked about it in the parent episode, actually. Yeah, we, you were just talking about that. Um, I love that you're doing this. So we, like, just start the week and we schedule, like, two hours for myself. And that's, like, when I rejuvenate because I am an outgoing person. But I'm kind of, like, an outgoing introverted person where I, like, cannot fuel off of being around other people. I feel – off being alone like being alone is my gas station and then I go back out and I'm able to like fully ride my car until the gas tank runs out (laughs) that's right (laughs) well and I feel like for me I'm kind of the opposite so like I really do get energy from being like I'm actually yes you do you do so like for example last night I was at a bachelorette party after work I was like so tired I really just wanted to go home but I knew once I got there, you would have. Uh, and I was time. like, I was like, I told Stephen, I'm like, I'll probably be there for like an hour. And no. he knew you. He was yeah, like, no, and he knows. <laughs> I like, you know, got there at six thirty. I left at like ten, and by the t- and then I couldn't. I got home and I couldn't sleep because I, you were because wired. I, I'm energized. I just yeah. got all this energy from being around people. So I like, I don't even know what I did. I, I actually think I just thought about this episode and prayed and then watched <laughs> the show. I don't know. But all of that to say, like, I, I, because I get energy from doing that. I think for a long time I thought that was healthy but yeah. I think like I'm still a human and mm-hmm. I still need like as a human I need time for me and I need time to rest mm-hmm. and it's biblical like it is for sure in the bible and I need to I need to create space for a sabbath and I've yeah. started to realize that that is has to be a priority like I have to schedule that in just as importantly as mm-hmm. I would schedule meeting Coffee someone with else's the friends. Needs. yes yeah, for or sure. even working out or work like whatever like it has to be something that's a part that of my routine you. yeah because it doesn't feel natural to me but yeah. I know that I need it you'll benefit it's, from yes, it it's so much healthier and, and other people will benefit. benefit I was gonna say other people will for sure absolutely um, okay so why I know my answer but why would you say that saying no to things is hard for you why is saying no hard for me I feel like for a long time it was really kind of a bad theology is where it came from. Mm-hmm. I think I really had this belief. I don't know where it came from, but I thought that, like, to be a good Christian meant meeting everybody's needs. Mm-hmm. And it meant that, like, kind of that, like, idea of, like, Almost like a point system? Or not really? Not, it wasn't really religious for me, personally. I could see how, I think for some people it could be, like, 
this idea of like, okay, I'm racking up these like good deeds. These that good I've done. points, yeah. I think for me it was more like, if not me, then who? Mm-hmm. Like it was this idea of like, well, if I don't do it, who's who going to do it? Yeah. Like, and just wanting, genuinely like wanting to meet the needs of people. But mm-hmm. I think actually what that ended up developing in me was a savior complex of like, yeah. that I felt like I had to be Jesus and I didn't trust Jesus to like Enough use to do other it. people mm-hmm. to do it or mm-hmm. to know that like, if I'm not perfect or if I drop the ball, like that that's okay mm-hmm. and that it's not up to me to mm-hmm. carry everyone's emotions. I think I'm such a feeler that yeah. like I will want to come into the room and make sure that everyone's okay. Yeah. Like I've done all these, you know, like the strength personality right, tests. Right, like, Woo, which is win others over. There's a thing called Strength Finder. What? And my number I need one, to take my that number one. one was Woo, which stands for win others over. And my number two was Includer. So my first thing is like wanting everyone, everyone like to be, just yeah. winning other people, being charismatic, whatever. Yeah. But then my second is I want everyone to feel included. Yeah. And I don't I want anyone to. Which feel you are so out. good at that. You're so Thank good at being you. in a room and making. And every it is true. I feel like anyone who walks into a room, like they instantly feel like they're your best friend, which Thank is such you. a gift. It but, is a gift. But also really exhausting on your yeah. end. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's not okay, that's that's the thing that's interesting. It's not exhausting in the moment. So in the moment at a party, at a gathering, you're like in I am school, thriving. I'm like so down. Like yeah. I would be the kid that would sit with like the kid that didn't have anyone to sit with at lunch. And yeah. it wasn't because I thought I was trying to be this good Christian. It was yeah. like I actually like You feel that. I feel that yes. and it like that actually make brings me joy. And I feel yes. like God's put me on earth to include people. Include, and I yes. I think you know it's God's calling when you completely have grace for it. Like yeah. it doesn't exhaust me. Yes. Like I actually like love doing it yeah it's the it's from there to the next point that's the issue so it's Uh from the initial I'm in the moment it's great to the texting situation or the let's meet for a follow-up coffee or whatever I mean it's the follow-up thing it's the maintaining that relationship it is really difficult it's so difficult because it's like because you have other relationships to maintain and the older I get the more I realize that it really is like quality over quantity mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. would I love to have the capacity to be a professional friend absolutely literally if I can yeah. pay to do anything I would want to be paid to be a friend oh my gosh I would that'd be the best job ever <laughs> just pay me job. to be friends with a million people but then it would be like a rom-com where at the very end they find out you've been getting paid the whole time and then it's like friendships <laughs> oh that's so true that is every 90s movie about 80% through the movie they find out they everyone find out, hates me really your in-laws paid me to do this and now and like no but I really love you you're really but friend. I really did have on that one concert we went to. <laughs> I love the free tickets you gave me to the Taylor Swift concert. Oh my but gosh. I haven't getting paid this That's whole time. So true. <laughs> no, but I would I would love that. I would love to be able to but I think there's just there's only so much time in a day and the older I get the more like I realize that there's just these these relationships that I need, I need yeah. for me, like I need to spend time with you, Amanda, like yeah. at least every other week because it's so really? good for my soul. Like yes. I need to talk to Kaylee Dickerson yeah. and like there's a handful there's of my other national friends. Like I need to like, I need to connect with those people. Yeah. yeah. I started them out or I like, I need to hang out with Samo. I need yes. to see my sisters. I yeah. need to be with my parents. I mm-hmm. need, I need a lot of quality time with Steven. Both of our love languages are quality time. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I've seen other marriages where like it seems like they can just like do their own thing and it's fine. And I can't I, do that. It's hard for me because I'm mm-hmm. like, I wish that Stephen and I could do that. It'd be mm-hmm. so much easier if yeah. like we could just 
like do your own thing and you know connect once a week and be fine but like yeah see even more than me like he needs time with me like yeah. his perfect day would it's just, just be hanging out with cammy all day yes I me with no my phone is off that's and like so sweet so i Steven feel, and I are the same oh i always tell tyler i'm like no, no so phones similar. tonight get yes. them out of the room oh my gosh like, steven's love language is me without my phone yes i'm like i need you to get that thing out of here because i need to just be with you right he, now like that's they so can funny it's <laughs> so funny and, and to me like i mean i guess i guess i do need that i just steven's good about not being on his phone so yeah. i don't think about it but yeah. i don't know i just feel like there is so all I'd say, I think why it's hard for me to say no is I think it started from this idea that I needed to be Jesus to everyone and mm. that clearly God's given me this gift. So the only way I can use it is by meeting all these needs and making people feel loved, which in turn makes me feel loved. That's good. But I think that it's all this like false, I don't know, it's just this false savior complex of yeah. like, if I don't meet this need, no one's going to. And I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want anyone to feel devalued, but in doing that, I've devalued myself. Mm. That's a word. You know? Yeah. What about you? Why is it hard for you? So I, it was never like a, for me, it was never like fear of missing out so much. Like I've never had a, I've actually never had a hard time with that. I don't, I don't know why. I think I just know I'm kind of the opposite where it's like, I know exactly what I need. I'm like Steven, I know exactly what I need and no one's going to get in the way of that. This is what I need. I'm going to do it. So there's there's exceptions. Like if it's like really good friendships or if it's Tyler or if it's like someone who I'm like these this person in this situation is worth it, like I will absolutely break my plans, like do whatever I need to do. But if it's for like Betty next door that I'm not super close with, like I'm gonna say no. And I I don't care if it's a great time. Like I just don't like it's not worth it to me. So and I was that way growing up. Like I remember being in like seventh and eighth grade and people like were like Friday night, we're going to this party tonight, and I'm like okay, I'm going home with my mom and I'm going to, we're going to get pizza and watch 2020. Like, but that was fun for I me. I love that so much. It sounds amazing, actually. <laughs> but like, I've always kind of been like an old soul like that anyway. Yeah. So that was like, and I genuinely never thought about what they were doing. Like, I was just like, no, I'm like reading this great book. Like, I want to like watch 2020 with my mom. Wow. I want to have pizza. And then I want to read my book and go to bed. Like, that's how Good I want my night to me. <laughs> and so, and then I would go to school on Monday and be like, oh, that party was cool. Awesome. Like, 2020 had a great episode this week, guys. Y'all really missed out. Literally. That was 100% me. And I'm still that way, but more like social now. So anyways, I, it was never, it's never been like, oh, I don't want to say no because I may miss out on this like cool thing. For me, and this is like, this is getting like very real and honest to say, it comes, it kind of goes back to like the Enneagram 2-ness in me, but it's more of like, if I say no to them, then I'm not helping them and therefore they don't value me. So for me, it's always been like, if I don't show up, they're not going to show up for me. And so like, that's the hardest part for me for saying no. It's like, I have to give, give, give. Cause if I don't, it's this fear of like, well, I'm going to be worthless in their eyes. Wow. So that's like, that's so mature to like get to that point where you can realize that though. But that's, but that's totally it. And I would think too, like this didn't fill me up at all. And it's because I'm, my motives in the beginning were selfish, honestly. So it's like, I have to think about am I giving to this person because I really want to or am I giving to them because I'm just like waiting for my birthday to roll around and they give it like twice, like twofold. Wow. You know what's so interesting? I was thinking the other day like this 1 Corinthians 13, like love is patient, love is kind. mm -hmm. It's not self-serving. It's not like it doesn't boast, whatever. All these things, all those things are like hidden things in the heart. Like they're Mm -hmm. all motives. Like because – you could seem like you're being patient. You mm-hmm. could seem like you're being kind. But if the motivation is self-seeking, if mm-hmm. the motivation is 
envy, like, because you want right. to one-up a different friend or totally. because, you know, you want to, yes. like, you want to prove that you can do it. Like, there's just, it's all about our heart. It's, it's all about, all about motivation. Mm-hmm. And it, you could do, like, the nicest things for people. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's out of a, a wrong motive, it doesn't right. even count. No, I know. And that's what I love about our friendship is I feel like, just like this podcast, we were able to say, like, I was able to tell you, like, straight up, hey, I need grace oh, yeah. this week. Probably not going to, like, be the best of the best, but... I love that we have a friendship where I can just say that and I don't feel the need to like do it perfectly because yes. I'm afraid that like you won't get, you won't do it perfectly back or whatever. And oh it, yeah. And those are the kind of friendships as I get older that I like really value are the ones where I can say like, Hey, I want so badly to show up for you because I want, and I also love celebrating people. So, and that's a genuine thing. That's not because I like want to be celebrated back, but I love celebrating people. So when I do say no, I feel like I worry with, I don't want you to feel unloved by me yes. because my biggest motive is like to make others feel loved and also be loved back, but that's not always why I do it. Like right. that's not always why I love people, which is so interesting because I randomly the other day looked up the origin of my name, Amanda. Yeah, and it means the one who is to be loved. Isn't no that funny? Way. Yes. Wow, I that's know. crazy. Isn't that crazy? And I would say that's my number one. Like, it's not like entrepreneurship it's not like success it's not like it's like honestly at the end of the day it's love like I tell Tyler all the time did I make you feel love today because it's like that's all I want and it's so funny that that is what my name means because I never it is prophetic and I never even like thought about that until the other day but that would be my answer like that's the hardest thing to say no or that's why it's hard for me to say no is because I just don't want to let others down and make them feel unloved. Yeah, I think, like, the older that we get, the more, like, your life just becomes, like, it's just pulled in different directions. I mean, you have mm-hmm. two kids now, mm-hmm. me working my full-time job, still having dreams that I want to pursue. Like, mm-hmm. I still have leading worship. Like, I still have, you know, I have a husband. We live further away now, so everything right. feels like more of a commitment. Yes. Just with the drive. I think that, like, it's it's hard because I've caught myself having to say no to things that are yes in my heart. Like mm-hmm. I want to do them. It's mm-hmm. not like I'm saying no mm-hmm. because I don't want to. It's just right. because I'm genuinely looking at my schedule and I'm like, I, I actually don't have capacity for this right yeah. now. And it makes me sad because mm-hmm. I wish I did. And I was realizing this the other day, like a lot of my friends in this season in Dallas are single, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I, like my friends in Nashville are all married. Um, but my friends in Dallas happen to be single, and a lot of them are, like, a little bit younger than me um, from church. And I, like, was thinking, like, how do they do all these things? Because, like, they always have, like, stuff. I always get invited. There's, like, a different engagement party every, or, like, every night. wedding yeah. or, you know, get-together, birthday party. There's just something all the time. And I'm like, how are they doing all this? Mm-hmm. And it's because they're single. Yeah. It's because, like, they're... They're just in a different season. They're in a different season. Mm-hmm. And, like, I used to do that. I remember, mm-hmm. like just being at everything all the time in mm-hmm. college. And I think you do have a certain amount of energy mm-hmm. like that right now I have to be like, okay, what does the Lord call me to right now? Yeah. What are, what are the things that he's called me to for this day? Even mm-hmm. like, what can I say yes to? Mm-hmm. And in saying yes to certain things, it's saying no to other things. Mm-hmm. And there's times where I've made the wrong call. I've said mm-hmm. yes to something because of fear of man. Exactly right. what you're saying. Cause I right. don't want to let someone down and it's, it's just easier to say yes. It's yes. easier to just make them feel good. And mm-hmm. And then at end doing that, I'm saying no to Steven. Yeah. Or I'm saying no to myself. Or I'm saying and no to family. That's kind of that goes back to like we take things out on the people that we're closest to. Oh yeah. And the people that we love the most. So it's like sometimes we're willing to make a complete stranger feel comfortable because we know like our husband will understand. Or our husband's still gonna be our husband at the that's end of the day. So true. And it's like, but that I may lose that friend. You know. So yeah. it's like you're 
like security in that person isn't as steady as the person that you're saying no to. And so it just makes it easier yeah. to be like, well, they're still going to love me. They're and still going to be there. I feel like when I'm the most beat down and the most tired, I do just start, I almost just start saying yes. I'm like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Let's do it. Like, <laughs> Add it to the list. And then you feel guilty because there's people that like, you're like, man, I feel like I've been so ignoring them and mm-hmm. it's not, it's genuinely not on purpose. It's just like, I mean, like, you know this about me and I feel like you might be the same. I'm not sure. But like, it is appalling. The amount of text messages that I get. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is yes. actually, like, a joke between, like, my family and, yes. like, Steven and, like, my close friends. Because, like, I think just because I've moved a lot, I have a lot of, like, long-distance relationships. Yes. I've done ministry, so I have, like, former students. I do ministry right now. Yes. So I have families. And then I have, you know, friends from church. So, I mean, on an average day, I probably have about 30 or 40 individual text conversations. That And that is, like... And that's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, and it is not okay. Like, I know, and Steven will be like, what can we do? And I'm like, I genuinely don't know. Like, at this point, it feels like a runaway train. Yeah. And most of these people I really love. And, like, I want it. But I I think for me, saying no in this season has been knowing that I'm not going to respond to texts as quickly as I want to. And, like. Here's the thing. Here's my rule of thumb with text messages. And I, I feel even more strongly with this after having kids. But a text message to me is, like, a note in the mail because here's the thing if you really needed me if you really needed to talk to me you could call me and you would call me if it was an emergency and you'd leave a voicemail and and you'd say I really need you to call me back if it was if it was like a situation where you're like hey I need to know this by the end of the day hey my house is on fire like anything like that like you would call like just like you would if you're like hey I'm five minutes away I'm on my way I really need this like do you have this whatever the case is that's how I feel about phone calls and text messages yeah. is if it's like, if you call me, then it must be a situation where I like, I really need to get back to you. But if it's, or if it's a friend calling to like chat, whatever, you know the difference. But um, text messages, I'm like, okay, I see it. I'm processing it. I've got like a good 48 hours to get back to you. Yeah. <laughs> like that's my rule of thumb. Absolutely. I mean, there are, like I have on my to-do list, there'll be days where I'm, on my to-do list, it's like responding respond to text, text. Yeah. Which is horrible. But it's like an email. It is. And I think nowadays it kind of, and I hope that people feel that way. I think it. I think five years ago it wasn't like an email. No. Like an email yeah. was an email and a text yes. was a text. But I feel like now it's like, why even email someone when you can just text them? So I, know, I do feel I like it's just kind of like a mixed bag of like, okay, so I typically will leave them unread. Yes. If I, until I can actually respond. Yes. That's a good which, idea. Because then I'm like, okay. I know that's like, it's like flagging your email. Yes. Then I'm like, then I know, but it's just hard. I don't know. I feel like I'm learning and I think that you're right. I mean, once I have children, it's going to be a whole other ball game of just learning like, you just do. You learn how to, like, set boundaries so that you can get – just like now you set boundaries to say yes to Steven. It's like that – those level of boundaries become – they double whenever you have a kid because it's like, okay, now I need to say yes to two people in my life. Yeah. And then it now for me it's tripled because I'm like, okay, now I need to say yes to three people in my life. And it's like that is where I sometimes can find myself, like, getting really exhausted and feeling like – right now I'm in a season where I say yes to them before anything else. And then, honestly – the podcast probably comes after that, yeah. which is because I'm like, well, because I know that's like my my next child, like that's my yeah. other priority, and it's something that we feel like, and again, it's something we feel God's called us to, exactly. Yes. And then it's work, and then it's like, hey, I'd love to get together, grab a coffee, which I hate. Again, it's like because I wish I could say yes to friends every day, Monday through Friday, but it's like the reality is I have to just balance what I'm doing right yeah. now, and I know that it's seasonal, and like there's gonna come a day when both my kids are in middle school or high school and I probably can grab lunch with you and just hang out for a little bit, you know? And yeah. I just have to know that like it's seasonal and God is building it's the iceberg. God's doing things at the bottom he right totally now. Is. And I'm just learning to be okay with that. Like and the older I, think I get. Learning to be okay with having a day for me at least. Like 
where I don't have anything on the agenda. Mm-hmm. I, I, as a three on the mm-hmm. Instagram, mm-hmm. that seems like the craziest idea. Yeah. And to not have anything to do. But mm-hmm. I need days where I can just, like, do what I want to do. Yeah. And, like, not feel like I'm at the mercy of, well, I have this coffee at this time or, like, this, you know, yes. meeting people's needs. And saying no, I think, is something that we all have to learn. And I think mm-hmm. it, it really does come out of obedience. And it takes, it takes an extra step. Because saying mm-hmm. yes is easy. But saying yes. no takes the forethought of, okay, how can I find time to sit with the Lord to ask him what he wants me to say yes to, mm-hmm. what he wants me to say no to, and to be obedient in that. Yes. And so my last question for both of us is, what do you think Jesus says about this? Like, what do you think he thinks about this process? Because I think for me, like I said at the beginning, that's been a journey for me of like, I really used to think that Jesus, as I said no, he was like, you missed an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like, you missed a chance to minister. And mm-hmm. I do think sometimes I do say no. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like I've said no to something that I should have said yes to because I've said yes to so many other things that I should have said no to mm-hmm. that I don't have the capacity anymore. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. What do you think that like Jesus is teaching you in this saying no season? I think it's I think it's similar because like for you, it's you know you worried. Well, if I'm not going to be Jesus to this person, then who is? And for me, it's more like well, if I'm not going to love this person, then who is? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I kind of think like, well, where did that ego come from of like, if I'm the only wow. person in the world that can love this human, like God didn't know, like, like I didn't die on the cross. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> let me check. Did I? Yeah, let me check. Am no. I the same? Sure so it's like, I, I think that our motives are so good. Like, I think that we, we have like such good intentions and it's never to be like, I'm the best. Like everyone look at me. I don't think that's the case with either one of us. Because you, you're right, you genuinely want to make that person feel included, yeah. and I genuinely want to make that person feel loved. And both of those things, we want ultimately to point back to Jesus. But I think if I really like sit and think about it, I'm like, okay, I'm not God. So I can, number one, pray for this person. And if I'm truly, really praying, like if it's not like, oh, I'll pray for you, like bless your heart, I'll pray for you. Like if it's not... Bless your sweetheart. Yeah, like if it's genuine, okay, noted. Like I want that person to feel really loved because they feel unseen and they feel unloved in this season. Like I'm going to go to warfare and like pray for them. And I think that is going to do so much more in this season than me saying like, oh yes, like I'll meet there. And then all these people are suffering in the back end. Like God doesn't want that because he's given me this family. And so it's like, if he's given me these gifts, like I have to steward them. And so I think he's teaching me that it's so sweet that this is your heart. And you're right. He's like put these gifts in us for a reason and these callings in us for a reason, but he's also physically given us things like our families and our husband and our kids and it's like they come first yeah so. that's so good it's kind of what he's teaching me come on man that's awesome you know? I feel like for me I'm learning how to follow um grace yeah like I feel like whenever I feel the most in tune with the Holy Spirit whenever I feel the most like in the flow where he's leaning mm-hmm. I really do have a grace for what I'm doing like mm-hmm. I I was saying this the other day it's crazy to me that I can go to New Horizons and be with my crazy kids. Mm-hmm. And anyone could look at my job and be like, that is exhausting. Oh, my, I would I, be so exhausted. And I am like... You're not. Not at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I have so much grace for it. It is, like, so easy for me to love these kids because he's given me his heart for them. And it's an easy yes mm-hmm. for me because I feel a grace for it. There's times where I say yes to things I know in the moment. Like, even as I'm saying yes, I'm like, I don't have a grace for that right now. Yeah. Like, I really don't... It's not, I I think, I don't remember who said this, but I heard someone say, like, if it's not a heck yes, it's mm-hmm. a no. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's not a, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, yes. And, like, even, it's hard because, again, like, we love everyone, right? Mm-hmm. So, it's like, there's people that ask me, want to get together, to get coffee, whatever. And it's like, I know, realistically, I know that I should be like, hey, it's probably going to be, like, a month from now. Yeah. And that sounds so ridiculous. And I don't want to say that because I, 
And so my immediate go-to is like, let me check like this week or like next week. And I'm like, I really know that I don't have time for that. But in the moment, I just don't want to say the hard no. Mm -hmm. But I think if I would just be more obedient to follow the grace in the moment and to know that like those who really love me, like they know that my intentions Mm -hmm. are pure and I Mm -hmm. will drop the ball. I'm not going to, I'm not going to meet everyone's needs. I think we all will. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not going to be able to be the friend, Mm -hmm. the daughter, the wife, the whatever sister that I want to be to everyone I'm going to mess up Mm -hmm. but I need to like be at the end of the day my number one call is to be God's child and Mm -hmm. to do like what he's called me to do and when I do that life is just so much better it's so much easier Mm -hmm. to follow that grace and to be like you know what and this and you know what a year from now I might not have grace for new horizons anymore yeah I might be like wow that chapter is closed because like the thought of going there right now Mm -hmm. overwhelms me yeah the thought of doing that makes me feel like I don't have the energy for it but right now I have the grace for it. And there's been times where I, seasons where I said yes to leading worship way too much because I'm like, well, it's leading worship. It's leading worship. Of course yeah. I should say yes yeah, to that. Like, it must I, be good. God's given me this gift, yeah. but I knew. And it is good. It is good. Yeah. But in that season, it was, I did not have the capacity for it to pour out. I needed to like, mm-hmm. to get filled in. You needed to go to that gas station, yeah. girl. I need to go back to that gas <laughs> station. Whatever your gas station looks like, I find your gas station. station. <laughs> so true hashtag find your gas station hashtag find your gas station literally I need to like pause and be like where's my gas station yeah. <laughs> what is no, my gas station that's saying? so true and I would say too on like the the other side of this so you're saying just having I think that it all comes down to this it's just grace like I started with me texting you being like I need yeah. grace this week and you texted me back and you're like honestly same and we set that expectation and I think that that is so important like as we're getting older I know that there's friends and relationships that I can say here's where I'm at, here's the expectation, I'm letting you know, because right. I know I probably am going to tell you a little bit, but I'm just <laughs> giving you as so that I need grace, and I think it's okay to ask for that, and, like, there's even instances where, like, my birthday, for example, you had this, like, big work event. Yes, I knew right. Steven was working, Steven, like, was working, like, it's, like, an hour and a half drive, Friday night during traffic, I, the last thing I want is for you guys to sit in traffic of a stressful drive, like, uh-huh. And you were unable to make it, and you're like, I'm so sorry, I can't come. And there was not one part of me that was mad. Like, I know, literally and you know what's not- so crazy, though? It's like, I knew that. Because I our friendship is so deep that I, I knew, like, I was sad because, again, I wanted to be there. Because you want to be there. Yes, in the heart. I yes. wanted to be there. Totally. But practically, I was like, there's actually, like, by the time I actually get there, it wouldn't it be worth be it. No, like, it wouldn't be worth it. And even if it wasn't, like, I don't want you to be in a car for an hour and a half to be there for 30 minutes. Or yeah. to, like, I don't want anyone stressing out to get get somewhere for me you know it's just like that makes me uncomfortable so I'm like don't worry about it like you do you I love it yeah and it's because honestly if tables were turned I would want that grace extended to me yeah and I think that's what it comes down to is like how would you want somebody else treating you in this situation like if you saw someone else that was busy or overwhelmed and you made them feel bad because you expected something like well how would you feel if that was turned around yeah that's so good so I think our commission this week should be to say no to things that you actually feel that you want to say no to, that mm-hmm. you don't have a grace for. Mm-hmm. And then also, if someone says no to you or says, like, actually don't have the capacity for that right now or whatever, like, that looks like, to really, like, not take it personal and to think, like, wow, like, let me pray for that person because they probably have a lot on their plate right now. Yeah. So, like, because I feel like that's not the first assumption. I think the first assumption most of the time is, like, they don't like me or they don't, I'm not a priority to them or, like, mm-hmm. whatever. And the reality is, like, you might not be the top priority to them because yeah. they might have other things that God's put as a higher priority in this season. They're trying to that be you don't even know about. Absolutely. Totally. I think the last thing I'm going to say, and it's, I've said this before and I'll say it again, is that God can do so much more in your waiting and in your prayer and in your talking to him than he can so do true. when we're just trying to go, 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 do, do, do like with our hands. So 
That's all I have to say. I love that so much. And <laughs> like, you, go and like die. Like, oh my God. <laughs> and I will say, like, you know, we're here, we are talking about how we have so much going on, but I want to acknowledge that there's probably listeners who are in a lonely season and that are like, man, I wish I had mm. that many text messages or I wish I had, yeah. you know, and we all walk through seasons like that and relationships take time. And so, if that Your is you, yeah, it. well, so it's just sweet. real. It's, it like, is real, yeah. That's not everybody, I and I, I want to acknowledge that. And so if that is you, I just pray right now, Jesus, that you would just mm-hmm. surround them with the right relationships, yeah. and that in the season, while you're saying, Amanda, of the waiting, of the not sure where they fit yet, that you would make them know that they belong in you, mm-hmm. and that you would teach them, like, what you want them to learn, because there's mm-hmm. so much beauty in being alone, and there's yeah. so much beauty in, like, those hidden seasons, the bottom of the iceberg, like God does so much in that process. And Mm. so we just bless you. And with that too, perfect segue. If you are looking for some great girly friends and you want to hang out with us and you want to hang with us in a way that we already have said yes to because we've already committed to this event and we will be there. (laughs) There is a basically basic fall gathering happening on November 7th, next Thursday. We really want you guys to be there. You have to come 530 to 730. It's going to be so chill. If we come and go, like, don't feel like you have to get there at 530. No. Come we have work. grace. Yeah, we have grace for you. We'll have food for you. We'll have drinks yes. for you. We'll have your a good ticket, time. Your ticket does include some sips and treats. Yes. So it's $10 a person. So Bring cheap. a friend. So cheap. Come hang out with us. We'd love to like get to know you. Yes. We get so many direct messages from girls that we wish we could just hang out with. And so we have finally set a time to do that and meet you in person and just get to know each other a little bit. And for those of you who do not live in DFW, Please buy a plane ticket. Yeah. We're not going to ask a lot of you, yeah. but we're just going to say buy a plane ticket. And I feel like the Lord is saying you have grace for that. Uh, yeah. And I feel like the Lord is saying. In your pocketbook and in your heart. I'm, saying the, I'm speaking into life. Uh, no, but, but if you can't come, we'll be really sad, but also hoping to do these again in the future. Yes, so. for sure. Guys, we're so thankful for you. We love you. I just hope this encourages you that if you feel like you're saying no more than you're saying yes, that doesn't mean you're a bad person. It might just mean that you're learning to be obedient to where God's calling you in this season. We love you. I'm Cammie. I'm Amanda. We're basically basic. And we know you are too. Be blessed. And be basic.